On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we are hanging out at Washburn Imports in Winter Park talking about swans at Lake Eola. And the city wants to go both ways with the North Quarter. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I am the footprints on the sand that ends at the surf, Brendan O'Connor. That is a beautiful poem, Brendan. I don't know where it came from. Uh, you just made that up? <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh. From my heart. You're a poet. Thank you. And I you didn't even hashtag know it. Here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods like... Winter Park. Audubon Park. Downtown Orlando. <laughs> Baldwin Park. Soto. Ar- Beeman Park. Cal- that's, no, that's not even a thing. <laughs> no, I failed. I College failed. Park. And we uh, talk about all the areas around College yeah, Park. Yeah. And uh, you can yeah. find all of our stuff on bungalower.com. Yes, you can. Yeah. A uh, lot to talk about this week. True. Let me get a, a quick shout out, though. Okay. To uh, Katie from last week from Pulp Town for Katie filling Johnson. in for me. Mm-hmm. I was out of town. I was celebrating uh, America's birthday <laughs> in North Carolina, and she rose up to the challenge to be your co-host, and she did a fantastic job. She knows things, John. It's true. She knows things. It's her business to know things. If you don't know what we're talking about, head on over to pulp.town and uh, see what's up, man. That's right. Pulp meaning like orange pulp, not yeah. wood pulp. I <laughs> <laughs> Could be both. Could be. Pulp Town. I Could actually be. grew up in a in a lumber town and that's boring and we're not gonna talk about it. Yeah. Uh well, thank you, thank you for uh filling in while I was gone and uh it was a good show. Well, you might have to do something next week without me because I'm going to the fifty most powerful people party. I think I think we'll uh I think we'll figure something out. But yes, Brendan, you were you were honorable mention in the fifty. <laughs> I'm basic. The magazine is the top so, fifty. So I'm say, in the top so sixty-five. Let's say what happens. So, <laughs> so there's the fifty most powerful people in Orlando. Orlando yeah, yeah. Magazine does this every year, yeah. and uh, the, they featured John Morgan. They did. Who we talked about the other week and didn't hear from him. So apparently, we're not powerful <laughs> enough for him to hear. He us. hasn't seen the list yet. He doesn't know yet. True. Yeah. And so you know, they go through arts and culture, and government, and politics, and education, and. Some names on this list are like Sandy Shugart, the the president of Valencia, Thad Seymour, the acting president of UCF. UCF. There was uh, I think Kelly Ste- Cohen, Kelly like Cohen was biggest on there. lobbyist in Central Florida. I think Florida. Stephanie Murphy was on there, the uh, yep. representative. Yeah. And uh, my boss, Sheriff John Mina, was on there. And, Smells uh, like cookies and leather. <laughs> but another person who was mentioned in the fifteen to watch was. Your very own Brendan O'Connor. Burr, burr, burr. Nice. Yeah, it was me. That was so nice. I'm I'm seeing it not as 15 to watch, but as I'm in the 65 most yes. powerful. Yeah, I, just, I like I'm that. Just outside that list. You're like looking in. You're like outside the party. Like, hey, everybody. Hey guys, what's up? I'm, if but, you all die, I'm in the powerful list. <laughs> if you all die, <laughs> I'm next up. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, like a succession, like a presidential succession. <laughs> what's the 
like the safe. I don't know. There's a whole show about that. Everybody in Congress is gone, and then one guy has to come it's in you. and fill that's, That's you. That's Some me. other people on the 15 to watch list. I think Jason Siegel, who's the CEO of, uh, oh, man, now I'm going to blank. That's sports. Crazy. That 15 to watch list is crazy. It is. It like, is. There's no reason I should be in that list. You're not. I, You're on the 15. 15. Oh, I thought you said 15. <laughs> I got confused. Delvin so, Perry, who is the judge of the Casey Anthony trial, yeah, possibly running for state attorney, or he is. I I'm think. very excited to be hobnobbing with all those people. I have no idea what to wear. At this I party. think you should wear a name tag so they know who you are. I should, I should. <laughs> Why I'm just you care? I'm just <laughs> jealous. Do I come? No, no. They're going to be like, "Who are you? Are you are you on the list?" I'm Who's like, the, "I'm I'm on the higher list." You get a plus <laughs> higher. <laughs> Do you get a plus one? Everybody gets a plus one. Be the sheriff's plus one. Oh, no. Well, I can maybe go and shoot some photos. Unless he's going to bring his son, and then you can stay home. Why can't I be your plus one? Scotty Campbell, the first lady of Bungalow, has stepped up to the plate. Anyway, congratulations, Brendan. I joke. I kid, but I am proud of you. So unless we were... Thank you. It's very nice. I'm proud of you. You're welcome. I sent you the the list. You did? I did. Were you the first person? I think so. I saw it. I saw it when it came out. Because you're like my heterosexual life partner. Pretty much. And that's what we do for each other. Yeah, I wasn't looking for myself. I'm proud of you. What did I do? You launched another podcast. I did. I did. With the sheriff. So, yeah, my, my day job is I work at the Orange County Sheriff's Office. And my job is storyteller. I shoot a lot of video for our website and our social media channels. And uh, we came up with this idea that we wanted to start a podcast. And I have a little bit of experience doing it here on Buffalo uh-huh, on the uh-huh, Bus, uh-huh. Brendan. Cut and your teeth here. Yeah. And so we decided to start one. And sort of the idea is to give a voice to some of the people that work there. And twenty-five over 2,500 people work for the sheriff. Yeah, probably. yeah. We have 2,500 people that work it's there. They're not stories. all deputies. Some work in civilian jobs. But they do all kinds of stuff. We have just all these really cool jobs. And so I want to highlight some of them, but not just what's, the, what's it called, John? What's it it's called? called? Behind the Star, and you can go to Gosh, all that is the, poetic. You like it? I love that name. So you can go to all your places where you get podcasts, like iTunes and Google Play. You can subscribe. Turns out more places than where Bungalow <laughs> the Bus is because you didn't know. It's true, but you figured out. Well, <laughs> but anyway, if uh, if you want to subscribe to that, I, the first episode is with Sheriff Mina. I figured. He's the boss. He should probably get yeah. to be number one. Great episode. I shared it on Bungalow. Thank you. Because I loved it so much. Second episode's coming out next week. Who's We're going to talk with uh, Captain Tony Marlowe. He's in charge of Sector 3, which is the... Where s- they store the UFOs? No. It's the sector that uh, partly patrols Pine Hills. Oh. So I talked to him about patrolling Pine on Hills. On horses? No, no, they're not on horses. Where do the horses ride? So the horses are actually out That's near Grand Cypress. Oh, okay. Yeah, mounted patrol, they're called. Yeah. Maybe I'll do them as the, the, the following episode. So, yeah, if you want, go subscribe to that. We're having a good time with that, trying to give a little depth and tell some stories about the sheriff's office. Uh, another shout-out to Bungalow. Our July zine is out in the streets. If you haven't picked it up yet, Did you win you Best should. Zine? Best. We're nominated for Best Publication in Orlando Weekly's Best Of. Uh we're You're really excited all about. the awards. No, but we're up there. We're getting some. You should have your own awards and just win them all. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> funny. Just, you know what? Scott Joseph uh, <laughs> does like foodster awards. Food, yeah, food. But it's just whoever he chooses, right? I, I don't know. I haven't no, seen any no, nominations. He, he has people vote, I think. Really? I think so. 
Okay. I don't know. I I've could be wrong. I've seen the voting process. I've just all this every like other week he's going out giving a food store. I don't order. know. Yeah. We'll find out. No shade. I just well, maybe a little shade. <laughs> I just didn't understand. Well, what I want that you was. to have the Bungalore Awards, and you guys win every at least first place. <laughs> um, man, I just we're just talking about ourselves. I have another thing. That's to true. Talk about. What are we? What? Okay, go ahead. We uh, on July twenty first at the Citrus Club, the Downtown Orlando Partnership is hosting a placemaker soiree. Ooh! And this is to benefit art projects that I pitched them to do. And so, a little bit of backstory. Are you going to be allowed in the Citrus Club? <laughs> I know last time you were kicked out. The last three times I've been in there, I've been escorted through the servants' quarters. <laughs> they probably thought you were working. <laughs> no, they knew because they would never hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should show up in a tuxedo this time. In a tuxedo time. and be like, what you going to do? Or maybe in drag, <gasps> in a dress. And if they kick me out if I'm in a dress, then I'll write about it. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to do it. You Can I it? borrow like, a, a live cam that your police cams? Sure. Secret. Sure. Body yeah. cam, but I'll put it in like my boobies. <laughs> put <laughs> it in like a, 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 a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Be like talking to the flowers. <laughs> Say that a little louder, please. <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to be here. Um, I'm really excited. So they asked me. Downtown Orlando Partnership is like the the original Main Street, but like for downtown, and they their board wants window art in businesses like that are not open, like closed business. Like fronts. they want you to paint on the glass. Yeah, that's what they wanted. And they were like, Gee, Brendan, you'd be great at this. <laughs> are you You're looking paint, for a side Are you going to paint pictures of open stores? <laughs> I, that was actually one of the ideas I pitched. <laughs> Let's make it look like there's a lot of people in yeah, there. Or what it could be. Ah, you know? I like it. Uh, but why don't you just put a photograph? Because <laughs> painted. They want painted Or why not just get businesses to actually move <laughs> in there? <laughs> this is the interim. All right. It's an idea. Like, All you right. could be here with your Winter Super Park cool doesn't concert. have these problems on Park <laughs> Avenue. They got a couple, yeah. and it's because it's very expensive. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead of just, they were like, send us a pitch. What do you think? And I was like, okay, but I'm extra. So I sent them like 60 ideas, not just for window art. And they sent me an email like, Brennan, we like all of these ideas. Ah. Let's make them all happen. Nice. Yeah. So then we're going to, yeah. So now they're having this event on the 25th, the soiree, which we'll be writing about very soon. Um, where people can come and vote on which should be what the ideas should be prioritized, which ones we should do first. You throw money at it if you want to to support the ones that you really like. I'm really excited about it. Um, some of the ideas are like metal cutout dinosaurs living in traffic islands. I like it. Or uh, changing some of those empty storefronts into artist studios and so that window art becomes like a really cool mural but then you can see through it with little peepholes to see someone actually working I like on that stuff, too right i love that idea i'm really excited so anyway keep your eyes peeled on that i just toured wall street this morning and we identified like five really cool possibilities for on wall art. street in wall street really yeah yeah and they're really excited about it orlando downtown orlando doesn't have a lot of public art no. Like Sea Art Orlando, yes. There's some. I mean, we got the asparagus. But they're all like isolated installation sculptures, right? I and mean, there's no like no real murals. There are some. Can I pitch an idea right now yeah. on Bungalow and the Bus? Yeah. All right. So I want to do old-timey paintings with the eyes cut out, and then you go inside, and then you put your eyes in it like a <laughs> Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> like a Can pain. we do that? You make it look like a creepy family portrait. Yes. 
Uh, I will see what I can okay. do, John. All right, thank you. That sounds great. Thank you. All right, so we're here with Mike Bass, the bar manager here at Washburn Imports, and the owner, John Washburn. We, we, me and Brendan here, we've been enjoying all the food, having some drinks, but I want to know kind of how this place came to be, John. How did this place come to be? Well, the Imperial actually started as kind of a, a strange reaction to the terrible economy when the recession hit. We've been owning our import furniture business, Washburn Imports, for 23 years. In Ivanhoe Village? In Is Ivanhoe it? Village, yeah. And all of a sudden, people were not buying houses, so they weren't buying furniture. So I, I used to be in the bar business. I used to run nightclubs downtown, the, the old Sapphire Supper Club and Dexter's. And I went, and that's how... There's a connection with uh-huh, uh, Bungalow uh-huh. or two. <laughs> and Mike. Mike, Mike and Bass Mike used Bass, to run. Mike Bass and I. Were you but the bar manager at the Thornton Park? I started as John Washburn and Hearst Marshall's bar back in 1995 when we opened the Thornton Park location. Hearst Marshall, who's now at Guest House yes, and yeah, yes, Sunroom. Barbecue bar. Barbecue, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, bar so, royalty. So, so we just started doing this uh, bar thing. I told my wife, I said, honey, uh, we need to figure out. We own our building. We got to pay our mortgage. I said, I, I love the bar business. I love the wine. I love the whole thing. I said, let's put a bar right in the middle of our showroom. And so 10 years ago, boom, that was born in Lake Ivanhoe, the, the first Imperial. Did you have any issues at the beginning? Because I know sometimes you can't just do whatever you want in uh, a, in a the store. The of Orlando was... They didn't understand it. You yeah, know? yeah. They they did not. They were not able to see outside their their box. Get out of that. town! I know it's shocking. Those creative right. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was cool. But but finally, they you know we had some higher up come in and they got the idea. They they had traveled outside of Orlando. Uh-huh. And they, they went wait. This is something good. So we hybrid did it really, realty retail plus food and beverage. It just makes sense. Well, you know they, there's a term for that now. Retailtainment. Right. You ever heard that? I yeah. mean, uh, we actually were part of this big uh, CNN uh, show, this little segment. And, I remember uh, they, seeing they you share that. Did you see that? I, I saw you share it on Facebook because I stalk you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nicely. Yeah. It's a nice stalking. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the reason that we did this one in Winter Park, because we had one in Sanford, too, was, I mean, Mike Bass and I are both from this area, and I grew up in Winter Park, and all my friends were like, you got to open up something in Winter Park, man. So it was the right moment, and Mike... Mike's my old buddy, and he's so knowledgeable on, on what we're doing here. And I asked him, I said, can you help me? And he said, I think I can. So we, this is now, what, four or five months? So the furniture, it's import furniture from, yes, like, from Indonesia. India, Indonesia, Thailand, some Chinese, some Vietnamese, you know. Right, so it's got, like, that cool, like, Eastern vibe, everything's super chill. You have three locations, John? Three locations, though. So it's Sanford. We're in the Winter Park one. Yeah, and just the Ivanhoe. And Ivanhoe Village. Yeah. What's the cocktail program like? Like, what kind of, Mike, do you want to talk about what kind of, yeah. what are we going to be sipping on? Well, I, I come from a cocktail background with doing the bar programs at Prado and Cask and Larder. And then, you know, doing the cocktail competition circuit and consulting as well up and leading up into my position here. Uh, we are predominant. we are beer and wine. But what I'm doing with the bar program is focusing on fortified wines, sherries, vermouths, uh, Madeiras, ports. We built a cocktail list around those those ingredients. Uh, it's challenging, but it's it's it was worth the challenge. Uh, we're kind of bringing a European vibe. Uh, the whole vermouth, uh, the vermouth culture is is a part of uh, Spain. If you go to Madrid, Barcelona, you see during happy hour, they have the vermouth hour. And 
Which that's cool because that translates to your food menu as well, right? Small plates, shareable. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot of education to the to the guests and consumers, but people are taking on to it, and I think it's uh, it's a good thing. John wants to talk. I do. I got a question for you, John. So, so you said you were more in the furniture business. Now you have bars in your furniture stores. Are you still? Do you feel like a, a furniture store with a bar or a bar with a furniture store? Well, that's a good question. Uh, the one in Orlando is definitely a furniture store with a, a bar in it. But if you go into the one in Sanford and the one in Winter Park, the bar is a bit more dominant. So it's. I didn't plan it this way, but it's kind of becoming the bar with a little furniture store, which I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's good or not, but I don't know if that's good or not, but we'll see. I think, I think one thing, and, and I'm sure you do, you do well with people that come in. They, I'm sure maybe they sit down, they have a drink and they say, Oh, I'd love to buy this table. I mean, is that sort of a normal thing? That happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, it, well, there's price tags on, you know, and uh, people have, they play a game here and they, uh, They'll hide the price tag, and they'll all have a, a little contest. Who can figure out that gets close to the price of the piece? Yeah. I love that. So you can literally buy the bar stool you're sitting on. <laughs> the winner has to buy it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So say you have some events coming up. What are some events that people need to know about, like happy hours? What should people know before? Uh, we, do, we do happy hour Monday through Friday uh, from 5 to 7. We're going to have some, some food items. We're going to build a happy hour food list. Uh, we do specials on the you know drinks, beer, wine, live music on Thursdays, and we have a DJ Friday, and possibly moving that into Saturday night. Parking's pretty easy too. There's a little, there's like public parking around the corner, also on street. This is probably one of the freshest places in Winter Park on Park Avenue to be grabbing like an adult drink. You don't see a lot of like watering holes, really cool upscale spots to have a drink uh, outside of a restaurant. We are off the beaten path, so we're down two blocks. Dude, you're like a block away from Park Avenue. Isn't that funny? There's this mentality in Park Avenue that you're off the beaten path if you're like a block away. I love it because you're going to set the tone for the expansion in up and down this street. Yeah, we're kind of the lower east side of, of Winter Park, if you want to call it. <laughs> right? Guys, thanks so much for having us this week. We thanks can't wait lot. to eat Thank the rest you. of this food and sample your cocktails. We told you guys about this back in April. They have this Pompeii exhibit coming. Yeah. So, so we were talking about this a little bit before, Brendan, before we went on the air. And I was saying how I've lived here about 10 years or so, and I can't remember, although you corrected me, and you're probably right, as you always are, (laughs) uh, I can't remember the last time we had a quote-unquote blockbuster exhibit. And so what that means is like something that travels to our town that people from the region will come and see. And so when I used to work in... uh, We've had a couple. There hasn't been that many, though. I feel like the Star Wars one... Which I didn't remember before. There was a Star Wars one that was Actually, here. Actually, I don't know. I don't think that one did as well as you think it did. Okay. Because we had a lot of Star Wars stuff here. I don't think it qualifies as a blockbuster okay, touring exhibit. But like, so so Pompeii is, I think, something that interests a lot of people. And I, I always rank it up there like, would my mom go? Like, my mom knows what Pompeii yeah. is. Oh, that's really cool. I'll go to the They're science center. Like, a hundred never seen artifacts ever, but they're dishing out $93,000 to local organizations who are going to be building, uh, they're going to be doing their own programming to complement yes. the Orlando Science Center. Sort of like, when, when does it actually come here? 2020? 
Okay, next year. Yeah. So next year sometime. And we don't have to go through who they were. If you want to see who it was that got the money, you can just head on over to bungalore.com. I mean, some of them are like Immerse and the NZN. Yeah, Creative City. Uh, yeah, yeah. I pitched. I was there when they announced this, and I was like, what about a toga party at Volcano Bay as like the, like the big event, you know, the kickoff event? And they all laughed. And then in my head, I'm like, I'm going to do this myself. You should just do it and yourself. I'm going to make a million dollars. That's right. You're insane. There you go. Like, who's not going to go to a toga party at Volcano Bay? And then you have, like, fireball shots and or something. And if you can't do it at Volcano Bay, we'll just do it at the College Park uh, Municipal Anyway, pool. we're out of time. Come no, back we're not. Yeah, we are. We got oh. Come back after the break. We're going to tell you about uh, who killed a black neck swan. Oh, I no. Think, and some other stuff. All right. Traumatic events create a ripple effect, and the scars left behind don't heal overnight. They take time. The Orlando United Assistance Center is ready to walk the journey with you. Here, you're more than a client. You're a person. Through our advocacy, we'll help navigate a multitude of complex needs tailored just for you. Because, together, we are resilient. Together, we can thrive. Together, we are family. If you or someone you love needs immediate assistance, we're available all day, every day of the year. So please visit OrlandoUnitedAssistanceCenter.org or call 407-500-HOPE. That's 407-500-4673 if you or a loved one wants to start the journey with us today. Have you ever wondered what it's like to work at the Orange County Sheriff's Office? I'm John Bustecker, host of Behind the Star, the new podcast where we talk to the brave men and women in law enforcement. From forensics to dispatch to the deputies on patrol, Behind the Star shares the stories of those protecting our community. You can find Behind the Star wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and even YouTube. Subscribe today so you don't miss any episodes of Behind the Star, the official podcast of the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Orlando Public Library will host the Early Learning Resource Fair on July 13th. Explore the many resources and programs available for early childhood and kindergarten readiness. Learn about irrigation system management with OUC staff. The efficient irrigation workshop will take place at our North Orange branch in Apopka on July 18th. Seating is limited, so register in advance. Stop by Wall Street Plaza in downtown next week to get your picture taken in the Orlando Big Chair. In honor of the moon landing anniversary, library staff have created a colorful astronaut-themed chair. Be sure to tag us in your photos. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. We are here at Washburn Imports in Winter Park. Yes, we are, Brendan. I've been uh, snacking on some charcuterie. 
<laughs> I think I just learned how to say that. I think you still said it wrong, but I don't. You know, you know what I'm saying. You're your own person. You can say it however you want to say it. That's right. When you're an adult, it doesn't matter how you say things, <laughs> unless you say them wrong. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the cool stuff happening in and around downtown Orlando and the bungalow neighborhoods, including places like Winter Park and College Park and Soto. If you've missed any of our episodes, you can get them on iTunes and Google Play. And uh, if you like to read, although who likes to read, you can go to bungalower.com Losers. and uh, listen to all the or read all this stuff. Also, follow Brendan on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those places. Follow John, too. You know what? You can also follow me, my personal Instagram at, at B-K-E-E-P-Z, or Z as Americans say Z. it. Z. Uh, because I just put up some dirty photos that I took for Fair Villa. Oh, of yourself. Of me. You didn't take them. Somebody took them of Somebody you. Somebody took them of me. Of my boje. This is during your <laughs> your claim to fame. Yeah, look at my boje. During gay days, correct? Uh, yeah, they did it for pride. They asked me to be their male model. And I thought it was because they thought I was sexy. It's just because they needed a fat man <laughs> to wear a bathing suit who had no shame. And they found me, John. They found you. <laughs> like, who will do this? And who will do this for free? Do this for free. We'll pay him with bathing suits. Uh-huh. What will happen? Brent's I like, I'll up. do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. You can see that at B-K-E-E-P-Z. You should get that blown up and like put it in your house or something like that. I think I might. They're really pretty. Some sure, of them like are a poster. Yeah. Or like a tattoo on my back of what Good. I look like in my glory days. I like it. I want to do it again next year after I've lost some weight. Ah. Like a before and after. Yeah. Like after I've lost my baby weight, you know? <laughs> did you have a baby? Uh, it looks like I did. <laughs> definitely, definitely some loose area around the middle. <laughs> you could, I could be smuggling things under crossing the border. <laughs> that should be taken away immediately. <laughs> Maybe next um, year they'll ask me. Do you, would you do it? Me and you. <gasps> together? <laughs> Would you do sexy poses with me? And Maybe. Underwear? All right. I don't know. You might. I mean, get you get a photo. You get a photographer. You can. You'll do crazy things. What if you get a little chubby? What if? <laughs> like fat. I mean, oh, if you get fat. All right. All right. <laughs> sure, that's what I mean. Hey, uh, did you hear about the city wanting to go both ways? What? <laughs> I, I did not. Oh, wait. The, comma, the, comma in the North Quarter? The streets. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Robert Stewart wrote about this in the college park paper. <laughs> he did, but he didn't share like, any like proof. I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline. It was a great, great like column. And I like Commissioner Stewart, but man, like. He don't like some, you and your spelling, though. Share some graphs. Right? <laughs> yeah. Remember he said that? <laughs> there was one time, John's referring to the time I spelled something wrong, and he sent me, like, the nastiest Facebook message. It was about Carabama barbecue, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> what did I? I don't even remember what I spelled wrong. You remember? I, I think you called call it, like, Carabama or something like that. Yeah, and he Bama. was like, it's not Ob- Obama. Yeah. Bama. Like, Alabama. He's a good guy. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was really mean. <laughs> he likes you, though, right? Yeah. You better. You're one of the 65 most powerful people. <laughs> I, just, I just saw him at the uh, university club opening, and he was like, let's go take a picture. And he was basically, like, making out with my face. Ah. Like, he was, like, on it. So, ah. And I got proof because yeah. I kept Citrus photos. Club, university club, country clubs. Yeah. You're, All places. You are <laughs> a man in power. <laughs> no. You know what, John? How do you live? This is the, they, the other half. No, no. How does the other half live? They call it charity night. 
And it's just like <laughs> during Pride when the really hot guys will pick like an ugly dude to make out with. Yep. I'm the ugly dude yeah. these people want to make out with. Uh-huh. You need a poor person in the room to make yourself feel better. Ah. I'm the poor fat slob, <laughs> the blogger that they just bring in and they're like, I'm like their pet. You know, and I'm, not, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because it usually means I get to eat for drinks. Free. I guess maybe they'll buy advertising from me. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, the city's going both ways in the north quarter. <laughs> so wait, how are they going to do this? Uh, they're going to like rebuild those streets, John. So really? the, from Amelia to Ivanhoe Boulevard, Ivanhoe Street, like where the uh, Statue of Liberty yes. thing is. Uh, that used to be two way. So they're going to the make 70s. that. They're going to make that two ways. They're going to bring it back to two ways, two way directions, and then you can see the plans I'm talking about. But there's like going to be roundabouts put in. Oh my gosh! Maybe these are things that they're saying roundabouts they should have freak people out in residential neighborhoods. And these are two consecutive roundabouts as you're going on to the new, newly redone, uh, ultimate I four, like. This is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I don't think you, you will be circling that thing and you are literally circling the toilet that is our road infrastructure. It's going to be like uh, National Lampoon's European vacation <laughs> where he just keeps going around and around. He says, Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go yeah. uh, Sentinel, storage store. The good elements of the design are off street. It's like protected bike lanes, which we don't have in Orlando no. and those are really the only proven protected ways to have cyclists uh, yeah things like that super exciting keep your eye on that when, when? like a year from now two years ten and years the thing is they do these plans it takes like four years to get the plan done uh, to do like all these reports chatting up with your partners and then they have to find the money ah, and our transportation department has no money and so it, it'll be like 10, 20 years. I okay. Think. Unless they get like a direct grant from someone saying do this. But this is the direct result of that project DTO, which they had like public involvement saying what they want downtown. So they have to do these studies to say, all right, we looked at Can't they just paint a yellow line in the center and say, <laughs> <laughs> we're two ways now? They could, but the plan, all of these plans are very ambitious. I know. And they, I, there's more to it. I know. I'm just, I like kid. trees in the median and what? I know. If they were just going to restripe it, you, it could be done tomorrow. True. But there's, I grand. know there's, you know, there's driveways and addresses and all kinds of stuff. Address, that all stays the same. All right. Just stays the same. You, you still got to You got to do a campaign to let people know that it's there. Yeah. But that could be done in a year. It's true. But it would this cut imp- down on people who don't know what they're doing driving the wrong way down one-way street. This gives people enough time to get angry and then forget that they're angry, and then it's done. Outraged. It's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. We we had some stuff up on our Instagram about it. Uh, anyway, we were talking before the break about swans. Yes, we were. There was a a, a Game of Thrones battle in the Lake Eola, <laughs> and someone. Is no longer with us. So I told you before you're trying. You were asking me why I didn't write about this. I think are you yeah. teasing uh, me? You're we like, talking yeah. about. No, I asked you. I mean, it was it was sort of a, a, a publicity event. I don't want to say that it was an event. A lot of people covered it. They there's a swan that that lives alone because <laughs> their mate died. Queenie, 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 the black necked swan. Her yes. mate died from a tragic 
over popcorn feeding accident. Yeah, which happens because there's so many people downtown and they don't know that you can't feed swans everything. Don't, don't cussing feed the swans people food. Please, if you want to feed them, go use the swan feeding machines on the eastern side of the lake. Or just don't feed them. I'm sure they get enough food from everybody else, from <laughs> everything else they do. I just seen like these old Puerto Rican ladies showing up with their stale Cuban breads, <laughs> ripping off pieces of feeding the swans. And I'm like, lady, you just killed that swan. It can't handle that stuff. It can't handle enriched flour. They're very finicky. They die. So anyway, <laughs> Queenie's mate died, John. Do we know how yet, or the the necropsy hasn't been done they yet? They said pop. Well, wait. The first one, Queenie's oh, first okay, mate okay. died because of popcorn. Because of popcorn. How much popcorn do you have to eat to die? Barely a handful. Really? I don't know. I don't really? Know. I feel like. I mean, I don't know. I'm not asking to be a jerk. I, I really just don't know. They don't tell you this stuff, but I didn't ask because like I didn't want to write about will it. Kill a goose? No, it's okay. like a bunch, like a lot, and it like expands like a, or something. Like a movie theater tub of popcorn, maybe because okay. they don't stop. Right. right, and then food expands, and okay. there's no nutritional right. value. So first, the first one died. First one died. Queenie's left alone. Patty Sheehan, who loves the swans, it's her district, started a Swanathon fundraising series where you can donate money to buy new swans for the lake. Because swans try, aren't cheap. They're not cheap, and they try to keep it at like 50 swans at all How times. How much are they? Like 5,000, like, right? No. 10? Less? 2,500? I'm going to say like 500 a swan. Oh, I thought they were more. I don't know. I can't remember. If it's, I feel like the cygnets, the, the babies are 500, or maybe the adults are more. I can't remember. Okay. All right. She had to raise a whole bunch of money. She raised the money. Just get a fat seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Swans are just fat seagulls. That's a, that's a swan, I swear. Manatees are just fat dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> she released too much media aplomb that two black neck male swans as her potential mates right to give her some choices two of them two dudes they had to keep them sequestered on one side so that everybody could get acclimatized to each other right 50 swans it's a lot and again they're territorial so if they don't like you they'll they'll kick your butt which is apparently what happened because Uh they came back to a you of the lake, and in the morning they found this dead black neck swan, leaving behind only one, which so wait, Patty Sheehan calls Big Boy. So Big we, Boy was left alone with the swan. Do we think the swan died of of a fight or of uh, popcorn causes? They are. There's a quote out there from the city staff that they are guessing it was a fight. Okay. And if it was locked up with Big Boy, I'm guessing it was Big Boy that did it. Okay. Therefore, securing his right to the Iron Throne. It's true. With there Queenie. Can, there can be only one. There can be only one. I am immortal. <laughs> I have inside me blood of thieves. <laughs> so does that mean thief. Big Boy gets to mate with Queenie? If she's into it. What if she's not into it? Then there, we have two black neck swans that don't like each other. Gosh. I know. So much draw. It's like an MTV show. It is. It is and it isn't. Right? Jersey I think this brings. <laughs> I think this brings. We need to, to bring Snooky in. <laughs> Why do we have them? It's a, it's, so like wait, them. it's a legitimate question. We actually, don't Brenda. need fifty swans on Lake Yola. So wait, do they ever leave? Do they ever like fly away? Yeah, they, they just fly to other lakes. They're when like, they get sick. They're like, they beat each other. Like, I'm out. I'm gonna walk over Lake Lucerne. I'm gonna, you know, they're, they Be peace peaceful. Out. 
all the time. All okay. the time. They can't keep them there. That's why they do the swan count every year. Not just to make sure they're all healthy, but to literally count how many are left there in Lake Eola. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, um, I mean, I know they're. Gr- I mean, I know when you're walking around, it's great to see a swan. And, they're and territorial. You- they're not native. That lake is literally filled <laughs> with a chemical to kill algae. That can't be good for them either. Like, there's just a lot of stress. People are like messing around with those oh, yeah. babies. Oh yeah, you get. I don't even want to just say kid. I'm not even going to blame this on kids. Kids and adults probably yeah. mess with them. The aforementioned they Puerto Rican lady they feeding them Cuban bread. every now and then. They, oh, dogs chasing them. Like, oh, yeah. It's just a lot. I, I will give you a list. Spread out the love. Make it easy. Like, why, why can't there just be like two lucky souls that get to live in Lake Yola? Everything else like is like a castle. pretty dumb. Right on that, that, that island. I love that. Then put out little turtle islands because those poor turtles don't have anywhere to dry out. That's another thing that we yeah. talked about before. There are there are a lot of lakes in central in Orlando. Actually, there are uh, four hundred named lakes and rivers in Orange County, as I learned being on the boat the other day, which is with the marine unit. It's so many, and they would all love some swans, right? I don't know. I get it. I, I, I gotta say, like I said, I get that they're they're fun to be down there, and they're sort of a touristy thing, and they're a point of pride for our city. There is another touristy thing coming up, which makes me again question the safety of the Swans. The MLS All Star Game. It is. They're launch. They're launching two thirty foot long. I just burped right into the mic. I apologize to the world. Anybody listening? I'm super gross. That just came up. <laughs> Things come up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Better out than in. The MLS All-Star event is happening on the 26th is when 31st it starts. 31st is the, is the end date. Is the actual All-Star Is the actual game. Okay. So, but leading up to that, they have like a week's worth yes. of events. And so they're launching two 30-foot sailboats that will be making the rounds in Lake Eola. Really? All that week. What does a sailboat have to do with soccer? I, nothing, but I <laughs> I think the sails, if I, anything could be, I found this out from the Daily City. They were the first people to write about it. Um, and the graphic he had, the sails looked like billboards, like branding of the MLS stuff. I don't know if he just made well, that himself. Two, I mean, obviously there's two teams that played. I don't know how they split them up in MLS. I don't know if it's like the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. I don't really know. Sports ball. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's great that we're getting it, though. Yeah. To have an all-star game is a big deal. We had the like, NBA one like 10 years ago. But where are all those swans going to go when there's two sailboats? Who making knows? That being said, I really want to get on one of those boats. Yeah. I think that's Why, really so cool. you can go on the fountain? Yeah. I'll uh, just hop off when we get too close. Yeah. I'll finally get to go in the fountain. You're never going to get to go I'm talking never. trash about these swans. <laughs> talking trash about it. When am I talking trash? Is that what it sounds no, like? No, I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, like, I feel bad for yeah. them sometimes because you see how many people are around there, and I know some of them get abused and treated bad. And I know, like I said, most people love them, they respect them, but it's got to be a stressful place to live if you're a swan. And if there's 50 of them? Oh, yeah. Like, that's a lot. It is. And at what point? And then they're expensive. It's an expensive thing to keep going. Why, why don't we have like pelicans or like egrets and like seagulls? Seagulls again. Where are the fat seagulls? I want an albatross. <laughs> I don't know. I just there's some things that we could be doing there. I just, that's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. That's fair. It's a. I I I also get there's a historical significance 
to having the swans there. It's from the City Beautiful Movement, right? It was a European influence of seeing these swans in a pastoral setting. It made us feel richer. But it's all, I mean, I mean, let's be it's honest. All it's all fake. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's all really kind of fake. Right. And, and that's fine. And like I said, it's sort of synonymous with our city. But it's it's a fake thing. They're like you said, they're not native. We right. brought them here. But do we care? Should we care? Is it just nice to know that there's swans there? I, like I said, I think part of it is a is a local tourist thing. Like you're a local, but you like to see that yeah. at the lake. I love seeing them there. Oh, I do too. And you don't expect them there. You're walking in downtown Orlando. Oh my gosh, there's a swan. And you don't say that when you go to other lakes. You don't say, Oh, I expect to see no. a swan at Lake Fairview. You just don't. I don't know. I think it's kind of the same conversation with like, like if if they were ever going to get rid of them, oh, it'd be a it'd be a, I, uh, and I'd be a hubbub. Yeah, and I'd be freaking out too. I think like sure, oh, we like them. Can we keep two? I just wonder like, how do you tell people like stop? I don't know what you can say to like stop messing with them. I don't know what you. I mean, they do a lot. I mean, there's signs. There's people. Like, Unless they're making like a literal fence to keep people away from the swans. Yeah, there's no way you can stop it from happening. True. And they're not so expensive that if they die, it's not that big of a deal. They'll just replace them, yeah. right? If we had robot swans, <laughs> we would be all right. <laughs> there should be an animatronic swan. I love it. We're running out of time. I got to keep going. Uh, Baby Shark World Tour is coming to Orlando. I don't care, but I know a lot of people out there do. This is like a big thing for like parents, right? Yeah. Baby Shark? That's what they tell us. It'll probably sell out. Tickets will be $500. $20. Oh. And it's this October 4th. They'll be coming here on a 30-city tour of North America. Wow. I don't understand. It's just a song, right? Is it like a children's program? I'm sure it's a whole program. Right? That's a, that's the game we should get into. Like Children's kids, programming? Kids programming. I'm not doing that anymore. I used to do that with an art nonprofit. Oh, that's true. No, but we make our own rules. Okay. We sing some songs. Robots. Robot-based. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I had some friends that the uh, dog-powered robot. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they, yeah. they used to want to do that, too. I wonder what happened to that. Anyway, Baby Shark World Tour. That's all we're going to talk about it. You're never going to hear me talk about it ever again. There you go. We're still keeping it relevant. Uh, we did just write about line bikes. Yeah, they're like throwing them away. Yeah. What's going on with all this? So we had an Ask Bungalow or someone sent us a photo. They didn't want us to say their name. Um, oh, we are running out of time. It's all right. Um, no, I want to know about the line bikes. They sent us a photo. There's a dumpster in front of the line bike warehouse with what seems like like over 100 bikes. That's it's just crazy. piled up inside of it. I wrote Lime, and I was like, what's up? Are you guys... Because there's been rumors that we've talked about before that they're just going to leave Orlando and bring in scooters. And they're getting rid of the ones at UCF. I read that today. So that's what they said. They said that's the scooter fleet from UCF. No bikes are in there is what they said. But when you look at the photo... look like bikes. Those are big tires. I thought they were super successful out at UCF. I guess UCF is rethinking it and their policies around bike share on campus. And so they're, I think they might have been pushed out. Really? From what I'm hearing, yes. And Lime is pulling out, they're, they're switching from this bike-based programming across the country 
to scooters, which are way more profitable. Really? Apparently, if people have the choice between an electric scooter and a, oh, I believe that. an electric assist bike, they'd rather take the scooter. Lazy. It is crazy. Well, no, I crazy. said lazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If you're paying for something, you're paying for convenience. Yeah. And the I most convenient use option. My actual legs to do something. No, no. You just want to stand there and pull a trigger, right? Like with anything. And so, I don't know why I said it like that. But the issue with Orlando is the city of Orlando is not going to repeal their stance on no scooters until the end of their. Uh, uh, interim. What am I? It's a study. They're doing a study until November, when this initial permit will end, and then they'll say whether or not they think the bike share system was was a good thing to do. And from what I'm hearing, senior staff at the mayor's office is not very happy with the idea of electric scooters here in town. Okay, I can see that. And if they're not going to allow scooters here, then Lime will not be getting rid of their bikes. Because they're still making money. Yes. And they're killing their competition. So were those bikes really thrown away in the trash? They recycle them. Recycle them. They send them off to other markets. They, like, take the battery packs out and use those for other bikes as backup. Uh, the frames are, like, aluminum or something so they can... So so going back to the UCF thing, and maybe you don't know the answer to this, and maybe we don't have time. We don't have we time. We don't have time. We don't have we'll time. talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. Events. Uh... It's too late to talk about Friday. Bagel Bruno. So this is the second pop-up that Bruno from Bruno's Pizza is having leading up to the opening of their new College Park location. I'm waiting on it. If you want to try it and you're done with waiting, show up at the Foxtail Coffee Express on Lee Road from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. You can try some of their new options before it's like set in stone before they actually open. I can wait. (laughs) I've had a bagel before. There's a chicken and waffles brunch at the Audubon, uh, East End Market upstairs. Tickets are 50 bucks. Wow. But it's like all you can eat fancy AF chicken and waffles. Two chicken and waffles. <laughs> How many can you really eat, though? They're probably I, delicious. I will give you a progress report because I'm going. I'm going to let you okay. know. That's 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Any of these events that I'm talking about, you can go find on bungalore.com slash events. You can see them there. Are we out of time already? We are out of time, Brendan. One last thing. Go. New Kids on the Block are in town. They're doing a mixtape tour with Salt and Pepper, New Kids, and Debbie Gibson at Amway. They're going to have an after party at Wall Street uh, at 10 p.m. And Tretch from Naughty by Nature is going to be there okay. hosting it. When they've done this before in the past, other people from the bands have come and just hung out, like Joey Fatone and everybody. So you could go hang out with everybody at Wall Street. Joey, oh wait, Joey Fatone was in NSYNC. Yeah. That's a, that's I don't know. They're all friends. New kids they're on the friends. block. They're all friends. All right. Uh, and then News Junkie, they're having a Pinewood Derby at Ace Cafe oh, on Sunday. Oh, that'd be fun. I've been hearing about that. Noon to 5 p.m. Go check that out. And there's a ukulele jam at Lucky Lures from 2 to 6 p.m. That's we it. Gotta go. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Washburn Imports. Thank you, Washburn. This is great.